Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, ho! Welcome to the show. Tonight's very special. It marks one month since a guest on the show almost got us fired. We invited oh. Toastman Zach in studio to cook some stuff in a toaster, mm. and it almost resulted in us losing our jobs. Well, unfortunately, Toastman Zach, who has no affiliation to either you or myself, Zach, mm. just a friend of yours, well, more more like a colleague of yours. Mm. You don't want too much of an association, do An you? acquaintance. An acquaintance. Um, did much come like in. you. <laughs> Shut up. What's that, 30 seconds in? You're setting records. But look... It, Toastman Zach did come in. He plugged a toaster into the radio station yeah. desk when he was trying to toast yeah. wedges, was it? Yeah, and blew it up. Blew up the whole desk, and basically uh, the techs had to come in and fix it up middle of the night. Yeah, there, were, there, was, uh, yeah. whether, uh, there was questions over whether we'd keep our jobs. That was raised. And we were told we would be receiving a call. We never got the call. Well, not yet. So we just assumed that we're well, all good. I remember, you know, at the time being like, this is unfair. It wasn't you or I who did this. Why, why are we Zach. being blamed for Toastman Zach's Well, here's Zach's the thing. Mistakes. In the last month, we haven't seen Toastman Zach. He's he went been on the keeping run. his head low. We don't know where he's been. Yeah. But I am told, I've heard from a little birdie, that before midnight tonight, we will know the whereabouts of Toastman Zach, and possibly he might be making a return to Ooh. this studio. Do we want him back on? I don't know. We'll have to decide. Like, it's not really up to us, is it? He no. shows up, and we don't have a say. He's a bit like Mary Poppins. Is that what happens with Mary Poppins? Yeah, she just floats in with the umbrella. She does break and enters, does she? No, I don't think she does break and enters, but she floats in with the umbrella and they're like, I guess Mary Poppins is here again now. We can't, like, I don't think they're going to shut her out of the house. Mm. It's a bit like the rain. Yeah? Yeah. The weather, like you can't control the weather. You can't control whether or not Mary Poppins comes around. I suppose so. I suppose that's true. Coming up next, though, we are launching Sausage by Bunnings, the world's first sausage sizzle scented perfume. We're going to need your help in just a couple of minutes. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We are making the most irresistible fragrance on the planet. You can forget your Hugo Bosses, forget Chanel's, whatever it might be. We are making Sausage by Bunnings. Lowest prices are just the beginning. The scent of a Bunnings sausage sizzle now able to be worn wherever you go. The bottles are nearly here. Uh, we received Within word the next this morning. Hours, we think. Yeah. Well, they've, cu- they've they've popped up on the radar tracker you have, haven't they? The been GPS seen on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. So we're good winds. Uh, we should yeah, have. They them are coming on a sail ship. <laughs> yeah. So. We hopefully will get the good, the right winds tomorrow. The point is, Zach, we are trying to spread word just before this gets here. You, we, well, in collaboration, was this you who's made this poster? Who gives the credit for the poster design? Uh, that was a collaboration between myself and producer Michael. Well, it's beautiful work, what you guys have done. Thanks. Um, Actually, I, we should also credit intern Lockie for yes. his contributions as well. Okay, well, look. So it, it was a three-way collab. Yeah, well, all the great ideas are, I think. So if you go to Collective Down on Facebook, you can have a look at this. Basically what it is, it's a coming soon poster that has a bottle of the Sausage by Bunnings fragrance, and we want to gorilla market this all around the country. Mm. We want to pop this up at IGA Notice Boards, potentially. We want this to be done letterbox drops. We want maybe people to go around a car park and put it under people's windscreen wipers. An idea I had today was to attach it to a kite. Yes, that's good. So that everyone in the park can see it. Well, actually, I was—I did a Bunnings trip today with my mum to buy some Christmas lights. And mum did say, why don't we put it around Bunnings? Yeah, that's a great idea. It's a great idea. She's like, put I think it. there's even a notice board at Bunnings. There can be. And they have all the staff, you know, pictures of all the staff with their names. Put it next to that. Uh, or if they've got flyers, put it in a flyer. 
you Why know, not? Bunnings, Bunnings brochure or something like that. The point is you can get this image on Collective Noun's Facebook page. Uh, you can download a copy, print it out for yourself. What we need right now, though, is we need to recruit a team uh, of dedicated helpers who can help us spread these flies and spread this message. Can you pledge a poster? That's it. That's what we're asking right now. 131060, can you pledge to us that you will be able to in some way dis- distribute one of these Sausage by Bunnings You posters? can download the poster on Collective Down's Facebook page. Yeah. And really we're looking to cover the notice boards of the country. That's it. Any way that you're happy to help out on this particular occasion, you know, perhaps you work at a school, go to a school, you can put it on the notice board there. Maybe you work at a supermarket, you can get it up there, something like that. Wherever it is, please call now and tell us where, because honestly, this, this is going to require the work of the nation to get this fragrance going. Isn't of course, it? we can't do it by ourselves. No. And I know that you've spent pretty much all of today going to every notice board you can in like a hundred well, kilometer radius. down the road. Yeah. It's hard to get into actually because there's a glass on the outside. You know those ones? So oh, lock nightmare. them away. Nightmare. Oh, so you've got to pass the test by asking the IGA owner whether <laughs> or not it's allowed on there. Yeah. It's currently pending. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's so, good. I mean, that's all we can do. The ball's in their court now. Well, that's exactly right. So look, 13, 10, 60, here's what we're after. Anyone who can maybe get it on a notice board or somewhere else you can distribute it. Maybe you have a notice board in your work kitchen that mm. you reckon you heat it up at. Maybe you could put up a notice board yeah. and then put up the poster <laughs> on it <laughs> if you've got great. a spare cork board around. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Because we need a team of volunteers here. And I don't know, maybe there's a way we can make it worth your while. If you enlist at this stage, you're going to be on the inner sanctum of Sausage by Bunnings. Yeah, maybe we could send a bottle to you, depending on how many we get. Well, potentially. We don't know what that's going to be. But 131060, please call us. Tell us where you can get one of these posters, Sausage by Bunnings posters. Tell us what your plan is, what you can do with it. Taylor in Shepparton, can you pledge a poster? Yeah, I can pledge a poster, boys. Taylor, where is it going to be? It's going to be at my parents' restaurant in Shepparton. Amazing. What's Perfect. the restaurant called? Pardon? What's the restaurant? The restaurant is called Vitaro's Restaurant. Oh, no, Taylor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What's just happened? You dropped out before we could tell everyone what the restaurant is. <laughs> oh, Are you still there? It's called, it's, can you hear me? Yeah. We got What's you. the restaurant? It's called Bacaro's. 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 What sort of cuisine are we talking, Taylor? It's Italian. Oh, Brilliant. sounds good. That's Italian, great. Australian, you know, a little bit of both. <laughs> okay, well, Taylor, make sure you, you get that up there and send a picture through to us of it on the on the wall there. That's brilliant news. Jordan in Torquay, can you pledge a poster? Boys, oh, I can definitely pledge for you. Where are we talking, Jordan? Boys, I run my own store. I'm more than happy to put it on my shop window. Oh. But, but there's still more. Okay. <laughs> okay. My mum runs the Historical Society down in my town. Yeah. <laughs> she actually is doing a sausage sizzle, I believe, this weekend or next weekend. Yeah. I will 100% put it on their billboard for the sausage sizzle at Bunnings in Torquay. Oh. This Saturday or next Saturday. It's in a Bunnings, Jordan. It's going to make a Bunnings sausage sizzle. And that's the key market because that's Isn't when it? people are getting the sense yeah, that they want. Because it's on the mind. It's like it's you're, you're eating your sausage and you're like, could I smell like this all the time? Yeah. And then you see the poster and you're like, yes. Jordan, yes, what, you, what you've just done, Jordan, is you're like one of those people who invested in Apple when their share price was like one cent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, geez, you sure you want to invest in that thing? Yes. And then it went on to become Apple and you're a million. Mm-hmm. You are, right. at least in metaphor, a millionaire, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Oh, have all to be... over it like a bad rash, boys. Yep. Yeah. And we do need to mm. uh, quell the rumours 
that our perfume does cause bad rashes. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know we are getting it overseas, but it's actually yes. from the finest. The finest. The finest well, place. It wasn't because we were looking for it to be the cheapest. We were looking for it to be the finest perfume. Not, not only does it not give you a bad rash, I have heard it will actually clear up rashes. It does? Yeah. So it will not only make you smell amazing, yes. but it's good skin treatment. Isn't it? It can do everything. It's the, the elixir of the gods, this scent. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, funny because LA Ice is the nectar of the oh, gods. Yeah, well, that's LA Ice Cola. That's true. Basically, the gods have <laughs> in their shopping center two products. They, have, they drink LA Ice Cola and, and they, they wear sausage. Sausage by money. That's their convenience uh, store. Alex in Melbourne, can you pledge a poster? I can pledge a poster, boys. Where's it going to be? Where are we going to see it? We'll be going in Chemist Warehouse's distribution centre. Oh, <laughs> Chemist Warehouse. This is where you have to get in. That's it. This is where you have to get in if you want a perfume. Because they have Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamish and Andy had theirs there. So Did they? why don't you try and get in, get theirs, get, get, you know, get yours into Chemist Warehouse, well, mate. Of course. Well, of Alex, course. do you have a connection? Are you working there or are you just going to wander in? No, no, I, I work in the DC, but I, I don't have a connection with like our no. upper level. Yeah, okay. no, we, don't, we don't need that. No, no, no. This no, is no, grassroots. No, this is we grassroots. The equivalent of putting the envelope under the hotel room door. Yeah, that's it. Do you know, that's a hundred percent it. This, this is all grassroots. We don't want the, we don't want the suits in on this. I yet. love that Alex is in the dispatch center as well. So he's mm. not talking about no. in the stores. No, 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 no. We don't want that. We want the drivers to see the poster. Well, that's where it begins, isn't it? Isn't it? Because then they're the ones who'll say, where's this product? I want to carry it in my truck. That's what the uprising is. Yeah, completely. Well, That's the thank mistake you. all the other brands make, by the way. What do you mean? Advertising to consumers. Mm. No, 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 no. Get it in the dispatch center. Get it in the tea rooms. <laughs> it's our preference. That is our preference. Well, Taylor, Jordan, and Alex, thank you so much. We've got a shop window. Mm. We've got Chemist Warehouse Distribution Center, and we have an Italian-Australian restaurant in Shepparton. That's what happens when we all come together. <laughs> it's amazing. But we also need to say, those are not the only posters that can be posted. No, you get your poster on Collective Noun's Facebook page. Search yep. for Collective Noun uh, to see the page there. Mm. Download the poster. Pop it up on uh, notice boards around the country. And send us a photo wherever you get it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tonight marks one month, four weeks since we almost got fired for a guest we had on the show, Toastman mm. Zach, yep. an acquaintance of ours who comes in and shows you the different things that you can cook in a toaster. Toastman Zach, Toastman Zach, Toastman Zach, gonna give it a crack. Unfortunately, on this evening, Toastman Zach gave it too much of a crack. Way too much. And blew up the radio studio. Yeah. Like really... Melted everything down. What Postman Zach likes to do is mm. gets a good cross section. So You're talking about yourself in the third person. That's interesting. We're just going to go to uh, the highest level. Okay. There was honestly, mm. and I'm not making this up, threats that we could lose our jobs. <laughs> Well, but, particularly yeah. because I let Toastman Zach on the show. To, to put it in context, we were recording this segment and every light in the studio went off. All everything. the screens went black. Everything died. One of the technicians had to come in in the middle of the night. Mm. He wasn't happy. Not, what, would you? No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, look, it was it was really rough. And Toastman Zach, who again, we need to state, has no connection to either you of or I. Of course not. We don't, I mean, you've only met him a few times. No, Toastman Zach hasn't been seen since, but we've heard a lot of rumours. Yeah, he went on the run. 
He's been around the place, yes. apparently, mm. uh, popping his head up here and there. Did you know that Toastman Zach has actually, in the last month, been on the news even? Seriously. Um, not only in this country, mm. but around the world. Toastman Zach has been on the run and hasn't been seen in four weeks. Toastman Zach is wanted on theft charges after allegedly stealing a golden toaster from Frankfurt's most prestigious museum. I don't need to tell you how shocked we are with the brutality of this break-in. This is of invaluable, artistic, historic and cultural value. Unconfirmed reports that Toastman Zach has been seen in South America, Russia and Antarctica. Antarctic music file not found. Authorities have been setting up toasters on the street in an attempt to lure Toastman Zach out of hiding. He knows his cover is blown. He takes off, crashing into a parked car. The judge noting that his crimes were sophisticated, planned and only seized when you were caught red-handed by police. Oh no. Are what? we ever going to hear from Toastman Zach again? It seems like he's actually been more on the run since he left. Yeah, I mean, finally he showed no criminal signs before that no. one incident of accidentally blowing no, up the studio. No, but since there's been he a got worldwide... A ta- he got a taste. <laughs> crime spree. <laughs> he got a taste for crime, and next thing we know, it sounds like he's one of the most wanted people worldwide. Hang on, Dom. What? Do I see a phone call coming in? Yeah, I'll, I'll get this one. Uh, hello. I mean, it, it just says blocked number. Who am I speaking with? This is Toastman Zach. Oh, my gosh. Toastman Zach, you wouldn't believe the timing. We've just been talking about you. Um, go. Can we trace this call, Jack? Do you? We need to find out where he is. Where are you, Toastman Zach? The call is coming from within the building. You've returned. I'm in the foyer. I'm on the lift on my way up, mm. and I need to clear my name and show oh. people how to cook in a toaster once more. Hang on, Toaster Zach. After nearly destroying the radio station and costing hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage, you're going to return to the studio tonight. Look out the studio window and tell me what you can see. I'm having a look out there right now. I'm... Oh, my gosh. Toaster Zach's coming and he's holding a toaster. Toastman Zach is on his way, and Zach's being weirdly quiet. I think Zach's just so shocked here. But Toastman Zach is out of the studio Dom, holding a toaster. Within five minutes, Toastman Zach will clear his name and will finally cook wedges in a toaster. And if, if you don't, can we call the police for all those crimes? Just give me a 10-minute head start. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We invite Toastman Zach into studio to cook things in a toaster. Toastman Zach, Toastman Zach, Toastman Zach gonna give it a crack. Tonight, cooking wedges. Later in the evening, toasting something pleasing. Hope he doesn't end up with a burnt hand. <laughs> well, burnt hand would actually be good because last time I was here, I did shut down the studio and we're back. Oh. And we are gonna teach you how to cook wedges in a toaster. Toastman Zach, I mean, 
it's a pleasure to have you back on the show in some senses. In other senses, I'm scared. Mm. I'm so scared. I've just sent Zach out of the studio mm. just so we can have some deniability. If Toastman Zach, I'm gonna give it a crack. But we are joined by you, Toastman Zach. Now, I'd like to clear my name because a lot of words have been said in the last month about how I shut down the studio. Uh, that's all true. Mm. It was when I pressed the button for the wedges. Now, I don't believe it was my fault because it wasn't my choice at which PowerPoint I was plugging it into. Sure. But I've now been plugged it into another PowerPoint, and I've been assured yeah. that this one will not shut down the radio station. It is very brave of you to return, not just in general, but do wedges again. Well, I you have to, we never got a result. Sure, it's an incomplete mission. It's an incomplete mission. I'm with you now. See, I have to finish what I started. Wow. This, this is like the plot to a Hollywood blockbuster toastman, Zach. Okay. Here we go. All right, the toaster. I'm about to press the button. Is now That's going to sink the, the wedges well, into the toaster. Before we do this, we have to acknowledge that there's a chance. There is a chance that we're about to go off air and everything could die again. Because last time we attempted this, that's exactly what happened. So this is going to be a double reveal tonight. Yeah. We're going to find out <laughs> yeah. if you can cook wedges in a toaster. Yes. And if the toaster will shut down the radio station. And, and Toastman Zach, just so you're aware, I'm pretty certain they will fire us this time. <laughs> I don't think there's a third chance coming. So I really hope this works. We haven't tested it. You, I did hear Toastman Zach say in the song before, let's just test it on air. Let's just test it on air. I'm going to test it beforehand. Three, Here we two, go. one. Ooh. Press the button. Are we still on air? I think it's gone down. Uh-oh. Oh, it's closing. I, I think, are we broadcasting? Can people hear us? We're toasting. The computers haven't gone oh! dark like last time. Okay. This is exciting. <laughs> well, the question that you posed a month ago, Toastman Zach, can you toast wedges in your office toaster? We are going to find out tonight because <laughs> yeah, we we've gone down for one cycle. Mm. Let's play a couple of songs. I'm predicting wedges are going to take two or three cycles. <laughs> sure. When we come back, will mm. we have crispy wedges or will they still be frozen on the inside? We'll answer the question. Can you cook wedges in a toaster and... Will we still be on air? Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Okay, here's the good news. I believe we are still broadcasting. We are still on the air. That is an important thing to clarify for anyone just joining us because last time Toastman Zach did attempt to toast wedges, he did shut down the whole studio, mm. basically blow up the electrical system. So we're still on air. Toastman Zach, you figured that bit out at least. Uh, the, the wedges have been through. They were frozen when they went in mm. to the toaster. They've gone through two cycles at the highest setting. Yep. We're now coming down to the last quarter. Of the last cycle, I can't okay. interrupt it, so we're just going to have to let that go out. But the smell at the moment, I'm looking into it. Does it smell like they're cooked? It's. I'm smelling wedges. I'm smelling wedges. I Ooh. sort of feel like I'm. I, I went to gold class a couple of times with my auntie when I was young, Did you? and I'd always order the wedges. And I'm. I'm feeling like I'm sitting next to Auntie D. I'm smelling a bit of. In a cinema, watching The Devil Wears Prada. Could even be a bit. And my burnt. wedges are being delivered. Can you? Can you smell that? Uh, well, maybe a little bit crispy. I'm smelling crispy. Okay. Here we go. Also, yes, we did go to see the Devil Wears Prada, me and my auntie. Oh! She paid for the tickets at Gold Class. The They're condition was up! that she chose the film. Okay, here we go. Here and she loved go. Devil Wears Prada. Okay, uh, the, the, the wedges are coming up. Toastman Zach is currently plying them out of the toaster. It is well worth noting with wooden chopsticks. 
Um, oh, and the toaster's turned off, of course. Yes, the toaster is turned okay, off. Okay, here we go. Do not try any of this at home, please. Here we go, the, the moment of truth. It looks like you're, you're currently holding one wedge. It's split apart a little bit, but it does look I need to blow on it a little cooked. bit, because at least on the outside, yeah. it's red hot. Well, the, people the know this. danger with toasting yeah. things mm. is that it's red hot on the outside, frozen on the inside. So that's what people we want do. Well, you know this when you get your toast out of the toaster in the morning. Sometimes it burns your hands. The outside of it's hot for the first five, ten seconds. Okay. Okay. Can what to- we're going for is the, uh, the crunch. classic crunch. Well, one month ago, Toastman Zach asked the question, can you toast wedges in an office toaster? What's followed is a month of Toastman Zach on the run after destroying the radio station. And now one month later, we're about to get the answer. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Zach the toaster. <laughs> can he toast it? Zach the toaster. Yes, yes he, he can. can! He can cook wedges in a toaster actually unbelievably well. So no cold in the middle? Not cold in the middle. Only two cycles. That's pretty good. That's really low. Most things take three cycles. Hash browns, which work really well, but they're yeah. around three cycles. Okay. This is a two-cycle product, Dom. Well, we, we I guess we've answered that Crunchy question. Crunchy after two cycles. Unbelievable. Mm. This well, is what the world was robbed of Toast for the last <laughs> month. Toastman Zach, you've cleared your name to begin with. But we do need to make it clear, don't try any of this at home. And if you are going to, if you decide to go against our advice... Don't plug it into the same power supply that is powering a national radio show. Definitely don't make that mistake at home. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Might have come across the cheapest boss uh, today, Zach. I was at a cafe I go to every now and then. It was pretty warm, um, pretty warm day. Don't you go to this cafe literally every day? I haven't been for a little while. Um, Why not? Oh, just cutting back. You know, my acai bowl. Acai bowl every day? No, it's more of an occasional treat now. How many days a week? Two, maybe wow. three. Wow, what are you yeah. having for breakfast instead? Because you've had an acai bowl for the last three years, every day for breakfast, including yeah. Christmas and New Year's. You'd go on Boxing Day and ask them to give you three, and then you'd go home and put it in the freezer. I know. Uh, gluten-free cornflakes I'm having now. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, times are tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say about the economy. I mean, I've been having cornflakes for the last three years, <laughs> but to go from acai bowls yeah, to, down to cornflakes, how distracted. the mighty have fallen. We're getting sidetracked. The point is I did treat myself today. And I went in and it was, it was a pretty warm day. And this cafe I go to, uh, I don't know entirely what it is about the setup, but it's, it gets very like humid in there, very warm in there. And in the particular kitchen part of it, I think cause they've got a whole lot of equipment and stuff. It is just like, like you can't even walk up and order without starting to sweat. It's that warm in there. And I went up today and it was just, it was almost unbearable. And I spoke to someone working there who I know. And I said, well, why is it so warm in there when you got the air con? And she said, our boss said we're only allowed to turn it on when he's here. When he's not here, he says no aircon. For cost reasons? Yes. Because apparently it costs so much to run the aircon that he says, if you get, he said to them, apparently, if you get really warm, just open the fridge and put your head in for a minute. Mm. <laughs> That's a cheap boss. <laughs> That's a cheap boss, isn't it? I mean, I don't know if, if you're at a work induction and that's what the boss says at the work induction, maybe you have some HR problems. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Hey guys, uh, we were trying to save a bit of money. So we took away your seats. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But and if you, if you, if you get tired standing up, just mm. sit up on your table for a little, <laughs> a couple of minutes, rest your feet. 
then well, get back down to standing. The few people who are working today, they seem to be struggling in the heat. Like they could have used a bit of aircon, mm. just a little. Any and heads I, in the fridge? Uh, I didn't see any while I was there, but I would hazard a guess that it I'm happened. thinking also if you're regularly going to the fridge and opening it, and if they're mm. big industrial fridges, yeah. I imagine you're losing more money through the loss of power. Quite possibly. And, you know, possibly loss of stock. Yeah, if, quite possibly. If the fridge is, you know, not operating correctly. Yeah. Then Very just true. running the aircon in a small cafe. Well, they, they did, actually, one of them did tell me that next door there's a bottle shop. And they've on, on their lunch break, they go and stand in the cool room of the bottle shop. Oh, that's a good idea. You know how they have those cool room sections? They just yeah. go and stand in there for their lunch break for half an hour on their phone. Mm. And when your boss won't turn the air con on, and it's forcing you to go into the cool room of the bottle shop at your lunch break just to keep a moderate temperature, it's a bit far. My cheap boss mm. um, was around a Christmas party. Yeah. I think I've spoken about this before, where we had uh, two-minute noodles. Mm for the Christmas party lunch. <laughs> and I forgot that there was a Christmas uh, party on that day mm. and bought a sandwich. Yep. And so I was like, oh, they're like, oh, it's a Christmas party. I'm like, great. I went down there and saw the two minute news. I was like, the lunch I bought from home <laughs> yeah. is better than this. So I went and had my sandwich. Some companies, you know, will spend 50 to a hundred dollars per employee on a Christmas party. Mm. Oh, the radio station here does great Christmas they parties. Do. But that particular place, what do you reckon? A dollar an employee? It wouldn't have even been that. It would have been a bulk deal. Yeah. Like I think they're about 75 cents hey, each, the cup of noodles. But they did. Didn't they arrange them in a pyramid? They did. Oh. Didn't fool anyone. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Jack Jr. Did you have a cheap boss? Oh yeah. Jack oh yeah, this was a good one. They would host Christmas parties for the for the entire place once e- like once every two years. <laughs> That's so great. one year, no Christmas party. Yeah. The next year, Christmas party. That's awful. It's like the Olympics. Well you don't get to choose Christmas is yearly. You can call it our biannual end of year breakup. Yeah. But you can't call it a Christmas party and only do it every second Christmas. Because Christmas, the world has decided, is an annual thing. And I imagine, because you were casually employed there, weren't you? Oh yeah. So I imagine with the way casual employees can turn over, you could do pretty you'd have a lot of employees who'd never see a Christmas party. Never see a Christmas party. They yeah. owned the venue. Yeah. Okay. They could have had it on. There was no higher cost. <laughs> sure. And we would also put the stock that was running out of date right. up for, up oh, for So it, it wasn't just only every second year. It was also bad when they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's 13, great. 10, 60. How cheap is mm. your boss? Maybe they bought in some regulations, a new policy at work that's just super cheap. Yeah. And look, we're very happy to keep people anonymous. If it's a current anonymous, boss. Maybe it's a, a Christmas party. Mm. Maybe it was the bonus or what they thought the bonus was just, for the year. Uh, just something your boss has done, current boss or former boss, that's made you and the other employees go, oh, they cannot be serious, can they? Just to try to cut down costs. Chantel in Melbourne, how cheap's your boss? Um, well, I work at a fast food chain, um, and my boss owns two stores, and one store obviously makes more than the other. So every time like a machine breaks down or something, he will just go to the store that doesn't make enough money and take that machine that's broken down and give them the broken one. Yeah, okay. That sucks for the employees of the other one, doesn't it? Because they always end up with the broken equipment. <laughs> Rather than going and fixing anything, just do a bit of a swap. To be fair, I always did that with my brothers growing up. Like if something went wrong in my room, like my lamp broke, Yeah. lamp swap. And did they, they know about it? Well, because we all had the same like lamps and stuff. Because clearly mum bought all the furniture for the house at once. But did you swap it? Without them knowing. Yeah, without them knowing. And then, and then they're then, like, oh, my lamp. Yeah, I would, I, like five hours later, I'd hear my younger brother Hudson say, Mom, it's really weird. My lamp's just stopped working. Then I'd be there reading happily. 
I love that you went to such an effort to yeah. get a lamp. <laughs> like, who cares if your lamp breaks when you're a kid? Couldn't read a book. Did, did your house have lights? It did. I like to read by lamplight. Okay. Uh, Fred, Fred on thirteen ten sixty. what was your cheap boss? Yeah, there was um, six of us, and he gave us $20 between us to go to the pub for Christmas. What, for all of turned, you? $20, and then he turned up to get a drink. Yeah. What, what, I mean, did, were you sharing a drink? <laughs> <I mean. laughs> One sip each, guys. What could you get for 20 What did you get, Fred? Oh, nothing. I didn't even worry about it. I just put me on. Forget about it. Stay, stay there. You can maybe can get like you know those jugs of lemon lime bitters or something. Yeah, you can get one of them and you could all have a lemon lime bitters. Although that might break the twenty. You know, if you're getting a big jug for six people, but yeah. that that might fit in potentially. Jacob in Port Macquarie, how cheap's your boss? Oh mate, the cheapest, the cheapest you'll ever see. What happened? Yeah, mate. Oh, I was working in this restaurant in Port Macquarie. Yeah. And um, we closed for the weekend, and I came in on the Monday, and uh, I threw out all the fried food, and I went to um, fry up some, crumb crumb some more, you know, so Mm. it was nice and fresh, ready to go. And here comes me boss, his big bloody belly sticking out, and uh, he went off his head, you know. That I'd thrown out this food. Was the food particularly, like, old? Was it unsafe to eat? Oh, mate, you know, uh, I tell you, it, it wouldn't have hurt anyone, but, I mean, it, it, was just po- it was just what we normally did, you know? You come in on Monday, you throw out the old stuff, and you make some fresh food, you know? That's what you wanted. At any sort of food establishment, yeah. you want fresh food. And so what, what did he make you do, Jacob? Oh, man, I tell you, it's unbelievable, and it, it made me stop eating that fast food chain for four or five years. <laughs> okay, what did he do? Yeah. Man, he told me, he had me take this food out of the rubbish bin that had been sitting there for two hours. Oh, no. In the bin. Mm. Right. And he had me rinse it off, re-crumb it, and he bloody sold it to the customers that night. <laughs> well, my favorite part of that, as yeah. disgusting as it is, is that four or five years later, Jacob was like, well, I that like, put me off for a while, but I'm I like hungry. Jacob's description of the boss. Yeah. I mean, that could be out of a novel. His glistening, <laughs> glistening belly shining in the sun. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The Arias were tonight, which has led us to the game. Aria nominee or radio employee? See, we're on in the middle of the night here, so we don't really know anyone who works in the building. So producer Jack Jr., he's looked up Aria nominees over the years. He's looked up people who work in this very building. Can we tell which is which? It is a bit of a lose-lose for us here. I know, because we either reveal that we don't know anything about Australian music, which I don't want to do, or we reveal that we don't know the people we work with, which I don't want to do either. No, because, you know, next time we're in here during the daytime, if any of them hear it, now thankfully they won't, because no one listens to this show at the station, but if they did, it would be awkward to run into them in the kitchen and they said, you didn't know who I was. The good thing is we're in this together, Zach. Instead of you quizzing me for once... What we we, got, we fail Junior? together or we win together. All right, first two, Julie Jones and Deborah Conway. <laughs> okay. Julie Jones. Is this a duo potentially if it's an artist? Aria or nominee Julie or Jones. Mm-hmm. Are these both the same or is one one and one's the other? One is one and one is the other. Okay, so Julie Jones has to be the musician because I'm thinking the alliteration sounds like a stage name. Deb Conway sounds like I could get an email from him. See, I think I got an email from Julia Jones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
But I'll back you in. Okay, yep. Julia Jones, the musician, Deborah Conway works here. Julie Jones is in agency sales. Oh, no. Oh, did you did get an blue. email from him, Doug. I think I did, yeah. And they I, said, st- stop using my desk at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, zero from one. Next Sorry. two names, Russell Morris and Cat Fry. Well, Cat Fry, again, sounds like a musician. Yeah, it does. But, but maybe now. this is what Jack Jean has done to throw us. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes. What was the first Russell one? Russell Morris. Russell, Russell Morris. Morris. I'm just trying to think email chains. That's really what I'm going Well, with. how about we go like this? Welcome to the stage, Russell Morris. That's Does that good. sound like a musician? No. no. Cat Fry's a musician. Russell Morris works here. Russell Morris won the Best Blues and oh, Roots album in it. 2013. <laughs> Cat Fry's in TV sales at this uh, radio station. Great. Mm. We're in uh, tomorrow during the day. This is going to be awkward. Uh, we're actually now hitting below statistical <laughs> no, average. That's phenomenal. Uh, it's 50-50 chance, mm. and we've got zero from two. We've got to get one of these. Come on. Okay. Angie McMahon or Jason Joseph? I have received an email from an Angie. Yeah. I don't know. Is it know. a McMahon? I don't know. Who was the second one, Jack? Jason Joseph. Again, alliteration sounds like a musician, doesn't it? Jason Joseph. But they've been they've been misdirected. Jack Jr. is well, misdirecting us. What do you want to do? Do you want to back the email from Angie? Yeah. I got an email from Angie. Angie works here. Angie McMahon was nominated for Best oh, Independent damn. Artist of 2019. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is humiliating. Uh, I have more, but I don't think I should let you do uh, that. Zero from three. That's depressing. Do you know how I see it's going to be next time we're in the kitchen with one of those three people if they hear this? Angie! <laughs> no, no, no. Angie's the ARIA nominee. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. In, hey, this, in this In this instance, yes. we were in the kitchen yeah. at the ARIA's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to past nominees. Hey, tomorrow I'll just like, hey, cat. Good, Good to, to see, see you. Yeah. Hey, that's all the time for the show tonight. <laughs> if you missed anything, get the podcast by downloading the Hit app. We'll be back tonight from 11. Tom and Ollie up next. See you. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.